0: Welcome to the Electric Sports Talk, a podcast dedicated entirely to sports and only sports. On today's episode, we talk U.S. soccer, and here is your host, Ty Crystal. All right, how's it going, guys? Good to have you along for today's show. Uh, Obviously, lots going on on Electric Sports Talk right now. We have Tons of stuff we're talking about. We got March Madness going on. We got UFC, lots of news going around in the UFC right now. We're going to have NASCAR, I assume, on the same day you're listening to this. That episode will be available. Now we got the Olympics. We got the March window coming up for the USMNT. Uh, there's just tons going on, guys. I mean, baseball season's getting closer. Uh, yeah, lots going on, so hopefully you guys are checking out all the shows. But on today's show, we are talking... Soccer. We're talking USMNT, to be more specific. Uh, We're talking the Olympic qualifiers. So, obviously, we know that the rosters for the March friendlies will be coming out soon. And uh, we we expect those to drop maybe the day you're listening to this, maybe the day after. So, I I assume this might be a two-episode week for you guys. Uh, But I want to put this episode out about the Olympic qualifiers and just kind of talk about uh, what my expectations are with the squad, uh, my reaction to the squad, what well, we think the games are going to go like, because uh, I've said many times on the show that the Olympics are important, and I think it's it's a good thing that we qualify, if we do. So anyways, guys, uh, let's talk about this roster real quick. Uh, just to remind you guys, the there was a preliminary roster, and then there was a camp roster of like 31. Uh, the preliminary roster was like 50, and then they ended up cutting it down to 20, So that's where we stand right now. Obviously, there were some changes, uh, a couple changes with the roster, you know, with uh, Atlanta United not calling in or not allowing some players to leave and everything. So, yeah, it it got a little weird there. (laughs) Um, I think it ended up being like, what, 28 guys instead of 30 when uh, 31 was all said and done. Uh, But, yeah, let's talk about the 20 guys that did make the final roster for the Olympic qualifiers. Uh, Something to keep in mind, guys, this is a under 23 tournament uh which i'm sure everyone knows and it is also technically an under 24 tournament this year right because (laughs) it's been obviously pushed back a year so the eligibility has been bumped back a year as well uh so there's some there's a good mix of young guys and older guys on this roster uh obviously no one being older than 24 some of the youngest guys being around 18 or so so this is, a, this is a very good mix of, of guys on this roster. Uh, I also think that this roster it's not necessarily the best roster that we could come up with for U23. Uh, I'd say our best U23 players, like outright best, are all over in Europe when it comes right down to it. Uh, there's only a couple guys on this roster that I think would make a final roster if everybody in the U23 pool... Or U twenty four pool was available, um, so you know we'll have to keep that in mind. But with that being said, uh, you know because I've, I've heard some negativity around this roster, uh, this is kind of the best we could throw out here right now, with the circumstances right of it not being a international window where European teams would uh, let some of their players go. So. But with that, with that being said, I I don't think this is a bad roster. I think that there's a lot of talent, and you know, if you're an MLS fan and you watch MLS like I do, uh, then you understand that this is actually a pretty good team, and and there's quite a few good players on this team. Um, But I feel like I feel like the USMNT fan base is so focused right now on the European talent that it's just it's blinding their their like. you know, their sense of how good the local talent is in America, too. And we're so hyper-focused on making sure that all our best players are over in Europe and we're only calling European players in for uh, you know senior camps and stuff that <laughs> we forget. There's actually players that could help us uh, in the United States still. So uh, I feel like it's a weird complex that some of the fans have going. Uh, I don't mind seeing... I don't mind seeing some MLS guys on the roster. I think it's a good thing. I think it's healthy uh, for the development of, of the system. So, all right, uh, let's talk about this roster then. Let's get into the final 20 guys. Obviously, 20 guys only getting on the roster opposed to a normal 23 because Olympic rules are weird. I, I've never really understood why you only take 20 guys. You know, like, what's what's the point? It's if the senior teams are taking 23s to major tournaments, why, why aren't you taking 20 to underage tournaments. Um all right, so let's start with goalkeepers. Uh we have Matt Freeze, JT Markinkowski, and David Ochoa. Uh Freeze is at Philadelphia, Markincowski San Jose and Ochoa is at Real Salt Lake. Uh I mean these were the three I think we expected to come out of here, right? There there was I guess maybe the next guy might have been Klunsman. Uh could have made this besides one of these three. But I think this was the three we expected to come out of this, uh, and I think it's it's a good group, honestly. Uh, Mark Minkowski and Freeze have been with each other in these youth setups for a long time, and David Cho is probably the most talented uh, in the long run of the three guys on this list. So it's a good group of goalkeepers. Uh, when it comes down to who's going to start, though, uh, I would guess Mark is probably going to get a majority of of the Caps in the tournament. Uh, maybe Achoa could get a couple too. Uh, but yeah, I think mostly just based on seniority and everything, uh, Mark Kinkowski probably gets a majority of your of your uh, appearances here, if I had to guess. Uh, center backs is where we'll talk next. Obviously, there is a big omission from the list because Atlanta United is really weird um, and didn't want to let any of their players go out. So Miles Robinson not being on the list, I think it does hurt us uh, because he was the best center back called in on the preliminary roster. He's the best center back, probably um, that would have been at the camp as well. So, you know, it, it's unfortunate. I wish he was, I wish he was in this Olympic qualifying setup, but uh, it just it just wasn't meant to be for whatever reason. Uh, so we are, we got Justin Glad from Rio Salt Lake, Henry Kessler from New England Revolution, Mauricio Pineda from Chicago uh, Fire. So this is an interesting group because a lot of these guys are kind of unknown. Um, obviously, Kessler's a college kid. Uh, had one season in MLS, and he had a really good season too. So you know we'll, we'll have to see what he can do. Uh, Justin Glad, I think he's been at he's been carried on this list because of the versatility that he has to also play uh, in a pinch on the outsides. And then Pineda, he's, you know, both him and glad had good seasons uh, and have had good seasons. Uh, They just kind of been building up, you know, experience at MLS and, you know, maybe not ever going to be a European style of player, but could be really good MLS backs, uh, center backs for the years to come. I mean, Walker Zimmerman and Aaron Long have made a living in the MLS being great center backs. So I don't see any reason why uh, a player like Justin Glad or Pineda or maybe even Kessler for that matter can't do the same. So, you know, this is probably the weakest area of the team. Uh, Well, maybe. uh, Maybe the weakest area of the team, I guess I should say. You can debate it, I guess. But I'm still happy with it. Uh, I imagine Glad and Pineda will get most of the starts. Uh, probably Kessler will get some too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't mind the center backs. It, it could be better. You could have Robinson in there, and I think that'd really help. Uh, I would be curious to see which guy got left off if Robinson was in the in the squad. So, uh, all right, let's talk about the right backs. Julian Araujo uh, from the Galaxy and Aaron Herrera from Real Salt Lake. Uh, yeah, so I think this is the right backs that should have been there. Uh, the whole time, honestly, if Brian Reynolds wasn't going to get released like some of us were hoping uh, from the preliminary roster, then you'd probably see uh, these two. Uh, Kyle Duncan, I guess, was also another guy that you were hoping I was personally hoping might be on the final roster. But uh, he's probably just not at the level these two guys are at right now. So you know, it makes sense. I think all three of them can be really good, though. Uh, Araujo and Herrera, when it comes down to who will start more. Uh, I would imagine Herrera, but then again, I don't know. Uh, Herrera is just a little older, has a little more experience in MLS. Uh, well, okay. I, he has a lot more experience in MLS. He can also play left back. Uh, he, in, in a real pinch, he can play, uh, on the wing. <laughs> I've seen, like I've said, I'm an RSL fan. I've been to RSL games and towards the start of last season, before all the shutdown happened, uh, he was playing on the wing like, a little bit, and it was really weird. So that's not, you know, really probably what he'll be doing, but he's versatile enough to play in different spots on the field. Um, so I'd imagine that we'll probably see Herrera at the most out of the two. But then again, we're going to see all these guys a lot uh, when it comes down to how many games we're going to be playing in a very short amount of time. So the only left back to make the roster was Sam Vines. I think that was pretty um, not surprising, I think you could say. Uh, he was clearly the best left back on the list. Uh, maybe there was going to be an argument for Bellow to be on the list too in the final roster, but Atlanta once again being weird. Uh, Farfan obviously got left off from the uh, camp roster. I don't think that's surprising though. Uh, Sam Vines, I mean, honestly, he's he's got a real shot at being the number one or number two left back for the senior team. So he's really good and uh, he deserves to probably get a majority of the starts at left back. I imagine we'll see some variation between him and Herrera potentially there, so we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, okay, so the midfielders that were listed were kind of weird. Um, when it comes down to some of like two of the guys that were in the midfield, I thought were really weird. Uh, so midfielders, we got Johnny Cardoso from Internacional in Brazil, Hassani Dotson, Minnesota United. Uh, Andres Perea from Orlando City and Jackson Ewell from San Jose. Uh, other midfielders were Ulianes. I-, I don't know why he's on a midfield because I thought he was more of a winger, but we'll have to see about that. Uh, is he a veen player anymore even? like, <laughs> Or is he technically a Wolfsburg player now? Anyways, uh, but Ulianez, Georgi Mihalovic in Montreal, and Sebastian Salcedo from Pumas in Mexico. So, this is very interesting uh, that Ulianez and Sebastian Salcedo were listed as midfielders. I didn't expect that because they've they've played wing positions for a majority of the time. I know Salcedo can play in the midfield, but uh, I feel like his best position is probably on the wing. So that was interesting for me. Uh, Mahalovic, he's probably both. He can play both winger and uh, midfielder, so I think that I wasn't surprised to see him included because of his versatility. Uh, but yeah, I like Giannis and I like Sacedo on the final roster Cardoso. Uh, I'm happy to see him. I was maybe thinking that they would leave him off the roster for the Olympic qualifiers and send him over to Europe, but I don't think that's the case. So obviously, because he's on the roster, uh, Dotson, I was surprised to see Dotson added on, uh, he's versatile enough to play in the back as well. I think he, he can play right back, uh, I'll be I'll be interested to see whether he plays in the defensive midfield or the number eights, or I guess, you know, where he'll be on the field will be very intriguing for me because I, I didn't actually expect him to be on this on this roster. So uh Andres Perea from Orlando City. I think we all knew this was gonna happen. I feel like it's kind of like a, you know, thanks for committing. We're gonna take you to these Olympics and everything. So that made sense. And then Jackson Yule. Uh, I think he was one of the shoe ins the whole time on this uh, on this roster. When it comes right down to it, right? Like he he's had quite a bit of senior team minutes and experience, and he probably be the leader in the midfield. Um, I would imagine on this team. So the big question though I have with the midfield is that I think is really weird is guys like Frankie Amaya, uh, Cole Bassett, Caden Clark, Tanner Tesman, Eric Williamson. There may be more, a little like forward thinking midfielders and more like, you know, uh, attack minded or create or could create an attack. Uh, they weren't even included on the roster. I feel like we have a lot of defensive minded midfielders. Uh, if Maholovic and Yanes and Salcedo are actually midfielders, I mean, it's really strange how, you know, it seems like we've loaded up on wingers and defensive midfielders so we'll have to see uh I, I that does concern me you know what kind of creativity are we gonna have in the midfield and stuff this is where you know you you want guys that can do something in the midfield to break through your attack so uh we'll have to see i mean it's just very defensive minded so and that's why i thought maybe you would see guys uh like amaya uh cole bassett i mean even though they're young tanner testman uh, maybe you would see them on this roster, but. You know, uh, I'm very interested to see what Christ has in mind moving forward because the list of players is very intriguing. So, I guess the, the one winger, uh, they, were, they were all listed as midfielders and forwards. So, there was one winger in the forwards that I could tell, which was Jonathan Lewis. Uh, the other forwards listed were strikers in my mind, Jesus Ferrer, Benji Michel, and Sebastian Soto, Uh, from Norwich City. Obviously, I think that, you know, Benji Michelle could be used as a winger. Ferreira could be used as a winger. Um, We'll have to see who gets the starts up top. Probably be Sauceto and Ferreira mostly. I mean, maybe we're thinking about using Michelle as a winger here. So um, we'll see. But all in all, I mean, I think this is a good roster. Uh, Really, when it comes down to it, the guys that got left off, from the preliminary squad or the uh, you know camp squad that that bothered me the most, I would have to say uh, Jeremy Abobase. You know his his presence on the team I think would be really good, and I, I really think that it would help a lot. I'm not really sure why he was left off because I I thought he would probably be you know one of the shoe ins to get in here. Uh, obviously, I was hoping Tanner Testman, Eric Williamson. Frankie and Maya, someone like that, more of a forward-thinking midfielder would be in here, Caden Clark even. Uh, it's just a very it's just a very defensive minded midfield. Um obviously, you know, I would have preferred James Sands on the list as well and Miles Robinson, but uh we didn't get those. New York is kind of stingy with their guys sometimes, so maybe, you know, Sands and Parks weren't even considered. Uh, and the whole deal with Atlanta was really weird. So all right guys, there's your there's your roster, final roster for the Olympics, obviously, first match against Costa Rica is coming up. Uh, it should be very exciting. It should be very intriguing because that game, well, it's the first game. It kind of seems like the very important game because the game against Dominican Republic uh, was probably very winnable and the easiest game in the group probably. And if you don't win that game against Mexico, then the last game against... Excuse me. If you don't win that game against Costa Rica, the last game against Mexico gets very challenging. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to see what goes on there in that first game. Uh, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty hyped. Uh, real quickly, guys, you know, let's take a break and we'll come back. Uh, I want to talk about the uh, my starting 11, I guess, maybe. Well, no, I, I just want to talk about who... I think should be called in for the senior team. Looks like we have more time than I thought, so kind of blew through that quick. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, We'll talk about who I think deserves call-ins for the March friendlies coming up. Uh, So, yeah, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back, guys. Good to have you along. Uh, for today's show, talking USMNT, uh, we just got done talking about the Olympic roster. Pretty basic roster for MLS guys, I guess you could say. Uh, a collection of pretty good guys and some surprising inclusions. So overall, though, I'm pretty happy with the roster. When it comes right down to it, uh, I think that I think that we can progress to the Olympics when it's all said and done. Uh, as long as we can get out of our group either first or second, I feel like the other side. Uh, is the other group of four teams is a, the weaker group. So whoever we play in the semifinal, I think will give us a good chance to get in that final. And once you're in the final, you're qualified. So uh, if I'd sounded a little like, uh, what's the word? If I sounded like a little dismissive of the roster or whatever, I, I didn't mean to. I, th- I think it, that it's actually a really good roster. So, okay, let's talk about some people that I think should be called in for the March friendlies. Uh, obviously all those guys that we just saw on the Olympic roster will not be called in. Uh, I don't know if, I don't know if we would have had any of them called in anyways. Uh, like I said, maybe Cardoso, but, uh, well, and mainly because he was on the last one, but other than that, I don't really think so. Uh, maybe Soto too, because he's over in England, but we'll have to see. Uh, obviously he was younger. So, okay, let's talk about the goalkeepers. So, Obviously, Stefan Horvath should probably be called in for sure. Uh, I think that makes a lot of sense. The other guy I'd say is Tritu O'Dunzo. Uh, I feel like he's moved up into the U23s for Leicester, so like he's progressing in that team, and that's a you know that's a top eight team in England potentially. Uh, maybe I guess one of the big nine, I guess you could say, because they're not really in the big six or. Whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I think another thing to keep in mind is the fact that uh, we should just call in a bunch of guys (laughs) uh, for this roster because why not? I mean, there's a lot of people that we could call in. Uh, I know there's not as many goalkeepers playing uh, at the senior level. I know there's one, there's about like three or four, I think, on senior rosters in total. One is playing in Israel, I believe. So maybe. you know, I, I mean, I hadn't even heard of that guy till very recently, so maybe you could get him in there, see what he's all about. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, take your pick of one of these younger guys, Damian Loss, obviously, uh, on this list as well. At right backs, uh, Sergio Desh, Reggie Cannon, DeAndre Yedlin. That all makes sense to me. Um, I think, you know, maybe if we're talking about calling in as many people as you can, call in uh, Brian Reynolds, but I don't think so. I mean it's it's probably you know smart to let him hang out in roma uh and keep growing with that team uh left back i'd really only care about calling in anthony robinson if we're being really honest uh there's not a lot of other guys plus well i mean i guess you could call in shaq more because i think he could play some left back too but yeah i mean mostly uh, anthony robinson for me um and just really when it comes down to it i mean why not just, you know, give Anthony Robinson both these games? So we'll have to see. Uh, center backs. I mean, there's a lot of guys you call in here. Uh, and I would prefer, you know, calling in as many possible. Um, so if we could, just go for six, you know. Call in six. Why not? I think uh, the more the merrier in this camp because obviously it's going to be quick turnaround on the games and having more is better. Isn't that what they say? Um <laughs> So the ones that I the six that I would call in John Anthony Brooks from Wolfsburg, Matt Miazga from Anderlecht, Mark McKenzie from Gank, Chris Schrutzers from Bayern Munich, uh, Eric Palmer Brown from Austria VN, and Cameron Carter Vickers from Bournemouth. So you know, obviously that is a quite a few guys, but uh, I think it's it's worth it. You know, get them all in camp, just get them. Uh, in the system, in the club, I guess you can say, whatever you want to say. Uh I think it'd be smart to have all those guys in there. So uh it's a lot of guys. But at the same time I think it's a good thing. Obviously players like McKenzie and Richards uh, are younger, haven't had as much time with that senior national team. Even the same thing kinda with Eric Palmer Brown, I guess. He hasn't had very many call ups. C Z V hasn't had as many as Miazga either, so It'd be good to kind of get those guys in the system. I mean, if you're going to call up a player like Yedlin, you might as well be calling up, you know, someone like McKenzie or Palmer Brown. Uh, I don't see the hurt. I don't see the, yeah, I don't see the drawback in it. Uh, defensive midfielders, Tyler Adams. Um, and other than that, I don't know. Maybe Owen Soey but I don't know about that one. I mean, you could call him in. Once again, it wouldn't hurt. Uh, would it help? No, I mean... What's going on with Adessoe at Wolves? I don't know. I mean, he's not progressing into the, to the senior team as I thought some of us, uh, well, as, as much as I thought he would by now. Uh, and then I think maybe his best position is center back, and he, it doesn't really seem like he wants to play center back. So we'll have to see. But those are really the only two defensive midfielders I think we should call in. Uh, there's some debate on the eights here. You know what's going to be an eight moving forward. Obviously, Weston McKennie. Now that Eunice Musa is fully committed to the U.S., he's obviously going to get a call in from now until he either you know regresses or we get better. <laughs> so, uh, which hopefully he can keep moving forward with us. Uh, and then the other eights that I can, cons- the other eights that I would call in that I do consider eights, um, but could also be wingers is Brennan Aronson and Dwayne Holmes. Uh, I think you could also put S- Sebastian Legette on this list, but I didn't because the MLS is in preseason right now, and I don't think that they're going to be flying uh, Legette over to Northern Ireland and uh, Austria with the national team and everything. So, you know, I don't think that happens. Uh, I guess other options at the eights could be Tanner Tessman, who got left off that senior roster, he could be on this, uh, as well as maybe Kellen Acosta. But I, I don't I don't see that happening. Just because those are all MLS guys, and I don't think that they're going to want to be... Uh, their MLS teams are going to want to have them flying and being over in Europe so close to the start of the season, obviously with the COVID going around and everything. So, all right, wingers. Uh, five wingers I think we should call in because... Why not? Let's just call them all in. Um, Christian Pulisic, Gio Reyna, Timmy Weah, uh, Conrad De La Fuente, and Emmanuel Sabe. Uh, I think, obviously, the top three are no-brainers. Got to get them in. Um, Conrad, I think you should just continue to call in because uh, he's been playing quite a bit, I guess, with Barcelona B. He's been on the bench a little bit with Barcelona. Uh, he hasn't quite been like playing with the senior team, but... No, no hurt in calling him up and having him around the the uh, around the team at all. Emmanuel Sabi uh, from Odense. Uh, is it Odense? Um, Odense. No, nah, I don't know. Anyways, he's playing in Denmark or something, so why not get him in? He's been doing really well. I think he deserves a call-up. Uh, you know, I was hoping that he'd be an Olympic type of guy. Obviously, he didn't get released for that, so maybe he could be an Olympic, like uh, full-on Olympian if we qualified. So we'll have to see. Uh, but yeah, why not bring them all in? Obviously, Paul Ariola and Jordan Morris could have been on the list, but I think they're both going to be injured here for the upcoming camp. So I don't, I don't. Well, obviously Morris will be for sure. Uh, Ariola, I think, he is dealing with injury, so I don't think we'll see either of them. Um, you could see Ariola though. I mean, I guess we'll see. Guess we'll see. Uh, strikers, obviously, I uh, like I said, calling in a few more guys than I think is going to be normal in this camp because games are so close together. Why not get them in? Uh, Josh Sargent, Nicholas Giochini, and Matthew Hoppy. Uh, so Sargent feels like the starter right now as striker. Even at a full-strength national team, he probably is the stri- is the striker. I don't know, maybe. You know Zardes is still in the conversation a little bit. I don't think Out the Door is in the conversation. I think we had that question answered when we played the El Salvador Trinidad games. Um, There's a lot of young guys. You could even call in DK in this. I guess Uh, I left him off this list. You might as well bring him in. Why not? Uh, But yeah, I mean, I I think that Hoppy will be called in because of what he's been doing to Schalke. You want to kind of get him in that team. Why not, right? Why not? Uh, and I like Nicholas Giacchini, so get him in there. And, uh, you know, none of these guys, not all these guys are going to play. I mean, uh, the guys I just listed off would be a, a 28-man camp. Uh, but just having them around, socializing with each other, you know, getting, getting uh, familiar with one another is going to be really important for the upcoming summer. Well, th- this whole upcoming year, honestly. I mean, there's so many games going on. Gold Cup, Nations League, uh, Olympic qualifiers, Olympics, World Cup qualifiers, everything is is going to have to be, you know, in full swing this year. There's going to be a lot of players used, and you know, why not implement as many people into the camp as possible? If there's no limits, take thirty three guys into the camp. I, I mean, I don't care, <laughs> you know. So uh, when it comes down to starters, though, I think the starters. At this point, for about everyone that's a USMNT fan, with the exception of a couple guys here, uh, it's pretty concrete. Uh, Zach Steffen and Goal, uh, center backs. Well, and this is where I would probably argue right now. Uh, center backs, John Brooks, and I would probably have Matt Miazga because you know I know Chris Richards is playing at Hoffenheim, uh, but I don't want to. Like I've said many times, I don't want to push him too much. Let him develop. Uh, eventually, he'll take over that role, but let's not force him into that. And then if he makes mistakes, ridicule him. So, you know, it's not like we have a history of pushing young players before they're ready. So, um, but obviously, Richards, so I guess you could have like a, a three guys on the list here. Uh, Antone Robinson's the left back. Sergio Des is the right back. Uh, midfield, Tyler Adams, Wes McKinney, Eunice Musa. The wingers, for me, would be Christian Pulisic and probably Timmy Weah. Uh, But once again, I think some other fans would argue Gio Reyna, which I'd be totally fine with too. Uh, But I think Weah is a... Right now, he's probably better. But Reyna might have... Well, I don't know. It's really hard to say because I think uh, Weah could be the best player in the pool if he keeps developing. So they're both really good. And we don't have very many winger positions. So... (laughs) Um, there's even maybe you know well I don't know since Musa is now committed to the U.S. Uh, Reina probably won't be in the midfield anymore right like I, I mean I think he's a winger but he can also play in the midfield uh, but yeah it's Pulisic and Way on the wings for me and at this point it's Jeff Sargent as the striker so that's got to be the starters guys uh, moving forward I think that most people would agree with that obviously the big argument I think from my list. Uh, from a lot of fans, would be Chris Richards not being in the starting lineup. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, but my reason, my reasoning, I feel like, is pretty sound. It's not because I don't like Chris Richards. It's not because I don't think he can be good. Obviously, he can be good. Obviously, he will be good uh, if he keeps going on the path he's on. I, I just don't want to push him too early because there's just no point to. So, you know, let him develop. Let him develop. Uh, he's got. He's got a whole year. Before he really needs to start being worried about being a starter in the senior team, you know, uh, I'd love it if you could just take him to the Olympics and let him show off at the Olympics, and then by the time World Cup qualifiers come around, you know, maybe he has uh, gotten good enough to to be the starters, um, and I think he's going to get a lot of chances to start when it comes to all the stuff we got going in the summer. So. All right, guys. Uh, I don't have much else to say today. Obviously, very excited for all the soccer that we're that's coming our way. Uh, obviously, really excited for all the sports that's happening right now. I always say March is one of my favorite times of the year because so many so many good sporting events are usually going on around March. So, uh, all right, guys. Uh, be watching out for more episodes talking about the senior team when the roster does drop. Maybe it, maybe it drop the day you're listening to this episode, and I'll have to be putting out another episode. Uh tomorrow. So alright guys, have a good rest of your day. Peace out. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Electric Sports Talk. Join us in future episodes as we discuss all things US soccer, collegiate sports, mixed martial arts, motorsports, the NFL, MOB, and the Olympics. If you enjoy our content, follow us on Instagram and Twitter or shoot us an email to electricsportstalk at gmail.com. Be sure to rate and subscribe. Thanks for listening.